Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing very well. Time for our next interview and this one promises to be really interesting. We've got Franz here, the maker of TACView. Say hello Franz. Hello everyone. Uh, thank you for uh, making time for us. And yes, before you say, he has got a very cool accent. Thank you for, you know, spending your time to come here. It's much appreciated. TACView, I couldn't foresee being with DTS without TACView. We require it so much. Every mission debrief that we do, we all sit around TACView and we look at it. Just for learning, basic learning, um, uh, your aircraft and, and your limits of your aircraft and how missiles work and stuff like that. All of us have done it through TACView and I don't know what DCS would be without it to be honest I'm surprised they've not kind of got had their own version but they don't and um, which is great now the first thing uh, I, I think from you please Franz is to just describe for any viewers that haven't come across TACView yet very roughly what it is and how you started you know how and why you started making it please uh, so TACView it's some kind of debriefing tool uh, it's a program which records your flight as m many details as possible about what you are doing and what everything else is uh, happening in, on the battlefield. And after your flight, you open the file and you see it in, in a 3D view. You can go around everywhere you want. You can move in time like uh, uh, the way you want smoothly and, and play back the flight and play back everything and understand what's happening. Like the typical thing is you you just explode and you don't even know why because uh, when you are in your mm -hmm. cockpit you you cannot know anything and when you play back your flight in Taiyu it everything becomes uh, obvious and you say oh oh I've been shot down by a uh, uh, igla from this uh, mountain and uh, I had no idea there is one here so it's um, and and you can do much more too. You can analyze the curves and like telemetry, everything in detail. But it's interesting because uh, that's from the simplest detail from your uh, airplane to uh, the whole battlefield and how the battle uh, goes during uh, your flight and everything. So that's uh, uh, that's to learn, uh, learn from uh, your mistakes and learn to have a better situational awareness. Of the battlefield, so it's um, that's handy for that. Yeah. And so you ask, like, how did it start? So I, I think, uh, like, it it was a uh, that was when DCS World was just local at this time, at that time, and uh, I was working. I I always had the hobby to to prime something, so I wanted a new project. I was looking for something new to do. And uh, I was flying uh, on uh, Locon uh, regularly uh, because I'm passionate about aircraft, like everybody who's mm -hmm. listening to this uh, interview, I guess. And um, and I uh, when uh, I use Locon, I love like the flight models, the graphics, and everything. But I were I was uh, very uh, I was really missing the um, a tool to play back the flight, uh, like. Like the way you could do it, like in uh, I think it was called F twenty two or Total Airware, uh, and uh, it was called the Acme, like from the real life uh, debriefing tools. And uh, so I told myself, okay, let's let's see if I can do something like that with Locon. I, I noticed there's an API to export data, so I started to do a, a quick prototype to draw just line uh, uh, top down view in two D, just just curves and. And, and it works like after a few hours, I had something uh, 
running and uh, all started from that point. And after I just grew up like from 3D view to all the advanced features you know now. Brilliant. And as you've been explaining that, what I've been doing is I've loaded up some scenarios, some really complex scenarios, actually. I've got 50 planes on the screen here. And it's brilliant. Now, what we're not going to do is do a tutorial to show you how to use it. We've already got that. I've got a 20-minute video that I can link if, uh, from the video description, and I can show you how to do everything. But just to give you a rough idea, you can see in front of you now, I know you can't, France, but uh, in front of you, you've got uh, last Sunday's Thunderdome. Everyone's going around. And it records, like you said, there's an API that allows him to grab all pretty much of the data from the DCS uh, recording or you know the, the DCS engine if that's the right explanation and you can see here I'm going to click on this guy here a uh, cap that's me you can see my true airspeed my ASL my angle of attack my G basically pretty much anything you could want to measure from DCS um, weapons stuff like that um, and Without TAC view, DCS is not impossible to learn, but very hard and very frustrating. So it's something that all 100% of DCSers should be using because in real life, if they're a real life, real life pilot trying to learn a real life aircraft, they would have something like this, um, uh, uh, allowing them to do their debrief. Debriefing is where uh, the lessons are learnt, aren't they, France? It's where, it's where you know. You do the fighting, and then you actually learn from the lessons, looking at the debrief and saying, "Ah, oh, this is what I should have done." Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, that's that's the way uh, like military uh, are learning in real life. Like I think it's it started with something like even before Red Flag, maybe, mm -hmm. and that what they call ACME, mm -hmm. that was flight recorder in yeah. each aircraft, and they were like uh, from radar, they were able to pinpoint the position of each of each aircraft. I yep. think that was before the GPS was invented. It was. I remember we've recently interviewed um, uh, a guy, a very prolific uh, uh, Top Gun F-14 uh, Rio, and he was talking about that when it was first implemented. Uh, really interesting. And so, uh, yeah, I wanted to bring this kind of tool to uh, bring it back like to uh, current simulators and, uh, on PC. And, Roger. and I, I, I just would like to... Uh, to add that it's not just for uh, DCS because it started yes. with with Locon at mm -hmm. at some point, but now it's uh, it's working with most uh, simulator like BMS, Iluchin, uh, Explain Flight Simulator, um, everything which supports some kind of data exports uh, can work with Tagu. Great, great. Okay, I've got a version that I bought. I can't remember how much I paid for it, but I paid some money. I bought it, uh, and I got it. Some people have told me there's a free trial version. Is that right, or have I got that completely wrong? Yeah, that's that's correct. Um, uh, I always wanted that. Um, like, I had to have like paid version because it costs money to develop mm -hmm. TagView, mm -hmm. and uh, but I wanted everybody to be able to use it. So there's a, what the version which is now called uh, TagView Starter. It's mm -hmm. a free edition with uh, like less features, but mm -hmm. uh, always enough features so you can uh, grasp uh, like most things and 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 mm -hmm. see uh, playback your flight in a useful way. Brilliant. Okay. Well, I'll get that bit out of the way then. If you haven't got TagView for some weird reason, go and get it. Get the free one if you want. Use it. But after a while, definitely switch to the the pay now because. France, uh, like us, me and the Reapers, we can't do it for free. It has to be supported. Um, this is just how the world works. So please go and do that, and we'll all support France. Okay, France, anything else you want to say before we move on to the viewers' questions? 
I think we can move on to the viewers' questions. Excellent. Now, disclaimer, France. Uh, I hand this over to the viewers and they can ask whatever they want. Uh, that's good and bad. It's good because they can think of some really interesting questions, much more interesting than I can think of. It's bad because they can sometimes read really weird questions. We just let them ask what they want. and It's just, it's real, okay? So, uh, the first one we've already answered. Uh, uh, what is your background? How did it start? And uh, now you mentioned it started on lock on. Have you got a rough year for that? Because I can't place the year roughly. Maybe it was like two th 2004 or something like that. 2004. So we're getting on for kind of 16 years. And has it always been just you or do you have other people developing as well? Um, so far, it has always been just me. But like one year ago, uh, uh, my uh, my girlfriend joined me mm -hmm. to help me uh, in this development because I at some point I um, it was so much work I told to myself maybe I can try to make a um, a living on it mm -hmm. and just develop tag view and so I created a, a real company and uh, and working full time on it but uh, now it's it's even too much work for just one person yeah. and. Uh, so my girlfriend is, is working, my spouse is working with me on it and uh, she's uh, doing all the support, uh, all the paperwork, uh, yeah. general management and also she's starting to program uh, add-ons and uh, which are used by, uh, by professionals and which are also available for, mm -hmm. uh, for everybody. Yeah, that's a lovely story, France. I've got exactly the same thing. I'm I'm married, and uh, and my wife has just started because I've got to the point where I just cannot keep up anymore. I have to monitor so many social medias because I'm a kind of public guy. Mm. Hundreds, hundreds of messages, hours and hours a day of going through everyone's messages, and so she helps me with that. Um, otherwise, there's no way I could do it on my own. I'd have to go and do something else. So that's great. Okay, uh, so we've answered that. Will TACView eventually come to? Other simulators, maybe non-aviation uh, simulators, such as Armour. Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's planned for uh, from for a long time to go mm -hmm. to work with Armour. Um, right now, even the the French Air Force is using TagView, and I believe that Airbus has developed uh, a module so TagView can work with Armour and other simulators used by. Uh, professionals like uh, you know the professional version of mm -hmm. armor which is called i think uh, vbs mm -hmm. virtual battlefield Roger. but uh, mm -hmm. for sure yeah yeah i've planned to develop like an export module for for the mass market version mm -hmm. of armor so it runs with tag you I think it's wonderful, like DCS, that you've got into the professional market, if that's the right word for it, you know, actual yeah. militaries and stuff like that, um, because really cool things can happen there um, uh, on, on both sides, which I think is great. Are we allowed to know which kind of air forces it's working with, or is that not allowed? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, uh, maybe I'm not going to give you uh, too Roger. many specifics, but it's, yeah, yeah, during the, the, the past years, uh the use by professional are, have uh, increased a lot mm -hmm. it's like a little world like dcs world like everybody Roger. knows everybody yeah and uh, it started to be used by, i believe by india uh like several european countries like germany mm -hmm. um, um maybe egypt uh the mm -hmm. us us um, uh, is using it uh, mm -hmm. more and more i believe mostly for flight simulation right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there are other, other armies, like the French Air Force, they're using it a lot, even for real-life debriefing, like uh, like big exercise, mm -hmm. like uh, NATO Tiger Meat, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's 
like uh, all over the world. You know? That's why uh, I need the help of my spouse because that's, yeah. that's too much to do to alone. Yeah, that's fair enough. And they, yeah, and there's, there's no surprise about that. It, it, they, they do it because it's excellent software. It's You can, you know, tell um, whether it's good software or not. And I don't think I've had a single crash from or anything that's upset TacView. It just does the job. Um, it looks good enough to use. And it's the main thing is I find it so easy to use. Even a plonker like me, and I'm not much of a computer guy, I can go in and do just about anything in TacView. Uh, whereas I'm sure there's other similar products, maybe just in the professional field out there, that I guarantee are just a pain in the backside to use. Where this is just click and click and click and click and it's done. Maybe even because it came from the gaming world. That would be an interesting uh, interesting theory if that's why it was it, it was made so easy. But anyway, um, I shall stop gabbling on. Um, let's have a look here. Number Question number four, I don't know where three went, but never mind. I purchased TacView Advanced. Use, uh, can I uh, ask what TacView Advanced is? I don't think I've got Advanced. I've just got the basic paid version. What's TacView Advanced? Um, yes, there's two paid versions of TacView for the mass market, TacView Standard and TacView Advanced. And with the standard version of TacView, you can unlock like um, additional features over the free version obviously mm -hmm. like you have a you can have the whole earth map mm -hmm. um ah. you can have a support for all kind of uh, like um real life uh, mm -hmm. file formats like from your gps and mm -hmm. stuff like that so if you fly uh, with a, a private aircraft for example you can uh, inject your aircraft wow. telemetry interview uh, you have the advanced telemetry uh, so you can have like more detailed information about your own aircraft, like especially in DCS world or flight simulator, like your gear status, mm -hmm. flaps, angle of attack, everything recorded. It's more detailed than with the free version. Um, and and you can attend uh, as a client to online debriefing. That I think that's a, a feature uh, which is loved uh, by um, virtual squadrons like yours. Yes. And uh, so, with af after that, you can go further and buy TechView Advanced. You can have, you can just upgrade your license, mm -hmm. and you will have uh, uh, even more features, like uh, all the features available to the mass market, like the strategic view. It's like you mm -hmm. can uh, de-zoom and see the whole battlefield at once. So you have, uh, like, uh, you can grasp what's happening, like. Um, in a strategic point of view, not just your mm -hmm. uh, your flight or mm -hmm. not just the dogfight. Oh, well, that's very interesting, actually. I didn't realize that. So a starter is the free one. Everyone can get you to just get started. Standard, the one that I'm on, which is just the basic position for a gamer. Advanced, which uh, you can add your own telemetry and stuff in, you know, if you're, I guess, your real pilot or whatever, which is great. Uh, and what I heard is interesting there is that, that kind of grand tactical view. Uh, just for my interest, does how does that work? Does everyone who wants to view the mass debrief have to have the advanced version? Is that correct? Uh, no, no. When um, uh, to have like a mass debrief, you need yeah. the host of the debriefing to have TechView Advanced. Oh, that's fine. And af after um, after everybody was either the standard or the advanced version, mm -hmm. any paid version of TechView can join the debriefing, and right. we'll see whatever the the host uh, yeah. is showing. So I, me, the leader, could have advanced. The other boys, the other guys, could have standard, and that would work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They they will be able to join you, and you will be able you will Great. control the camera, everything, uh, point, uh, highlight some specific object, and uh, move the time around. Right. And 
And and yes, when you when you are when you have tagged you advance and you are hosting, you can also give the control temporarily to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, if somebody wants to show something specific, and after you can take back the control. More and also with tag you advance, there's other feature like it's more usually uh, when you do uh, more in deep analysis like. Uh, uh, alone, you have like the charts, mm-hmm. and you can export telemetry. Even if the tag view charts are not enough for you, you can export all the detailed telemetry in uh, something like an Excel uh, file. You can reopen and analyze with your favorite spreadsheet program. Yeah, I mean that's great. That's great. There's all sorts of interesting things there, uh, but especially if I can do it just by me having the advanced, because it's hard to get all 50 guys to buy the advanced. You know, it's just difficult to get everyone to do it. Um, but if I could do it and I could kind of master a poster session, that'd be great. Um, and this isn't really for us, but enterprise is that the kind of commercial, if you want, a professional version? Yeah, TechView Enterprise is is uh, is for the um, the professional indeed, uh, and um, it's kind of it's all the features of TechView Advanced plus a- everything related to uh, direct support. Yeah. Like sometimes, like uh, when they ask a question, uh, like my spouse and me, we try to answer right away in 24 hours. Uh-huh. Uh, we uh, we sometimes we developed uh, specific features for uh, the customer, and uh, and whenever uh, as much as possible, we try it's kind of win-win situation because we try to uh, to put back the feature in the public version of TechView. So. The professional can benefit from the ergonomics and uh, and quick turnaround of the like the mass market version, and uh, and all the player, the community can benefit from the tools which has been have been requested by the professional, for example. Well job. Okay, thank you for that, France. That's all clear now. I, I know what to do. So great. Um, the sounds of the question, it seems a bit of a weird one I was reading on, but we'll ask it anyway. I purchased this TacView Advanced. I use it almost daily. I would agree with that. And would like to report a minor bug in version 1.8.4. Uh, it's been a week and my Dogs of War Vu forum account is still waiting approval. Should I go ahead and email support at TacView.net before posting about it in the forum? Does that mean anything to you? Do you want to move on? Um- yeah, yeah, sure. So Dog of War uh, um, is is supporting TagView. Um, that's a guy who's called Acid, which is supporting us, helping us, and is managing the Dog of War forums. And he has to approve manually each people who's registering on on the forum. So um, sometimes uh, he cannot know any everything about everyone. So if if there is a, like. A, an issue about that, just send an email to uh, uh, support at tagview.net and we'll see with the acid so uh, he can approve your account. Brilliant. Is Dogs of War a game? Uh, Dogs of War, that's that's um, some, I think uh, that's the forums and I think uh, that's some kind of squadron too. Right. Okay, that's fine. Okay, let's push on. How did you, we've kind of talked about this, uh, we, well, we have talked about this. How did you come up with the idea of TACFU? We've talked exactly, but anything you want to add to that? Um, no, not right now, I think. Uh, it was just it was just a necessity. It was just you were playing lock-on, you thought yeah. you wanted it to be like F-22 Interceptor or whatever it was called. Yeah, I was mi- yeah it. that's it. I was missing that feature, yeah. like... Uh, especially the uh, a long time ago when I was even playing alone, I could not even understand everything which was happening during yeah. a solo mission. So uh, that was a bit frustrating. And also, I I, uh, 
I'm kind of creative. I always want to prime something. Sure, so sure. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to try to, to make a debriefing tool for Logan. Awesome. And um, yeah, and there's others, of course. SRS, we talked to Siri Bob. He's a guy that's done uh, an emulator for radios to, to make the radios realistic in DCS, and it's wonderful again. Uh, Lot ATC will be interviewing as soon as we get a chance to. Uh, wants to put kind of realistic GCI with line of sight and all kinds of complex stuff. Um, uh, sort of ish similar to TACView, but not, as you'll see. And, um, you know, brilliant stuff again. Okay. Uh, next, again, <laughs> you've already answered this, but I'll ask anyway. Is the TACView operating? by air forces around the world as well as the DCS community. Yes. Anything you'd like to add about that? Um, I, I can say that why, why professionals are using TagView, uh, I think that can be interesting. Mm -hmm. That's because they were like tired of their multi-million dollar programs, which were not evolving. And, and when at, at home, like it's a passion for everybody, like in aeronautics, so even real life pilots, they love to play DCS World mm -hmm. or BMS or their favorite flight simulators. Mm -hmm. And they know what's on the mass market. So they knew about TagView and, and I believe they, they like the ergonomics and mm -hmm. how uh, reactive um, we are to develop new features. So usually they give it a try and they show it to their boss and they got an approval usually. And after uh, that, how uh, TagView um, became in, um, used by the professional. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, next, this is an interesting one. Is it possible in the future for TACView to point out mistakes made in flight? So at the moment, it's just, it doesn't do any thinking, it just displays things. It displays the variables and makes it look very pretty. Uh, the point, the mistakes have to be figured out by the human, by their experience. He's asking if you can have AI in there to say, oh, you did this wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a very good uh, question, and um, I thought about that several times. And it's kind of like, uh, like you'd say, it's kind of like half AI. Uh, but um, yeah, that's something I, I would definitely uh, want to do, like in TechView, uh, in TechView two, for example, uh, something which help you some kind of uh, assistance where. I don't know, instructor, mm. which point out the errors. Maybe we can start by something with something simple, like mm. like landing parameters mm. and something like that, and maybe flight parameters. And maybe later it can it can evolve in something like more uh, advanced, like for judging dogfight maneuvers. Mm. Um, so mean... that's something possible that makes sense. Uh, not like in short term, but um, Long term, eventually, yeah. eventually, yes, I would like to see that. Roger, that's really interesting because um, I don't know whether you saw, and I'm sorry, I forgot the uh, the terminology. I think it was DARPA recently did the AI contest. Contest, do you know what I'm talking ah, yeah, about? Yeah, so yeah. That, so and, it, and that spurred some of the GR brains, uh, certainly not me, some of the GR brainy guys we've got. And they are now uh, developing their, I mean, I don't know whether it'll ever come to fruition but they're trying to do their own gr version uh, just fun to make the ultimate dogfighter in in the ultimate ai in dcs um so you can fight against him and he'll learn from you and he'll be really super clever um and uh, i don't know why i said that but that's just something that's similar and maybe one day it could work with uh, a tack view or something like that as well but anyway that's for the future um but we'll see how that is um the next one you've already answered as well but again we'll, we'll read it out I have never used TACView. Uh, can you explain for the people like me 
uh, what it is and how we can use it. Well, we've literally just done that. Uh, uh, Francis, Francis explained what it is, how it came about. I've got a 20-minute video showing how to use all the functions, so I'll just link that rather than going through it. The only thing I want to add to that is if you don't use it, you're crazy, literally. Um, I can't think of a better thing you must have uh, to learn a complex sim like DCS. You must have it. It's as simple as that. And if you can't afford it at the moment, get the free version and then buy it later. Anything you want to add to that, France? No, but I th I'm thinking the same. I'm flying like in DCS world, and uh, I could not I could not enjoy DCS world as I do mm -hmm. uh, without TagView. And I don't say that because I'm writing TagView. It's just uh, without a debriefing program of that kind, uh, that will not be the same. Yeah, it's just too... I would I would be like. Um, uh, upset when I die. Yeah. But uh, with with you, I say okay. Uh, I died probably because of that. I checked uh, after the end of the multiplayer flight uh, what's going on, and and after when we check with my friends, that's um, that's always uh, like both entertaining and uh, at the same time I I learning something new. Roger, it's like training a new RAF or USAF pilot without debriefing them. It's just you couldn't do it. So yeah. there you go. Uh, very good. Uh, how hard was it to develop such a wonderful tool? So did you have a little troubles or did it flow pretty easily? Uh, that's a, a wide question because like uh, over all these years, um, let's say that, that I had good ideas. I, I'm coming from, um, I have a video game programmer's background, uh, background. I worked at Ubisoft on major projects. So, um, like the technical part is not so much a problem for me. Uh, the problem is more like um, about ergonomics, how yeah. to make everything uh, goes, uh, works well together and stays intuitive. I don't want Tagview to become too much of a mess for the user over the years, despite the newly added functions. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's kind of difficult to design it properly. And also, it's um, now like after I think it's 15 years, something like that, uh, years old. Um, the to maintain the legacy code, um, it's mm. uh, it's it's starting to be difficult. Mm. I have some kind of uh, I have uh, created some kind of framework. It's um, uh, like a base program which is used by TechView to display things and do uh, everything. This one is relatively clean. It's not a much a problem, but mm. TechView itself. I think uh, from the beginning, um, people, I show like screenshot on internet and people so, uh, said right away, oh, I, I want it, I want it like for tomorrow, something like that. Mm. And so I was kind of pressured to get a mm. running version quickly. And and it's just like that uh, from the beginning, like for 15 years. So TagView itself, it's kind of, um, it's not as clean as I wish I would want. And it's starting to be very difficult to maintain. Like when people ask me to f to add something, I have to uh, to think a lot, like uh, days or uh, weeks mm -hmm. before I can reprogram something without breaking any anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah, I because mean... it's starting to be uh, some kind of mess. Uh, thankfully, I don't know how I manage that, but I still keep the number of bugs very low. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. But that's that's the main the major issue. Roger. Uh, right I mean, it's exactly it's exactly the same with DCS. In some ways, you're a um, 
uh, what's the word, a victim of your own success. Um, DCS has still got some 20 plus year old code in it, or lots probably. Um, and that's not, you know, trying to be mean. That's how, if a program comes out mm. and it's maintained it's successful, that's how it is. Um, it would be much easier to just draw, you know, pre-program it from scratch um, and have all the fresh code, although that's just simply not possible, uh, realistically. But so yeah, that's yeah, that's not um, not something. How you say, okay, I'm I'm start working on TechView, uh, TechView one, and I just working on TechView two, but uh, two, but people will not be happy because mm -hmm. they they still want new features or improvement, mm -hmm. and yeah. So uh, right now, I'm trying to, to work more and more on TagU2 and less and less on TagU1. Maybe that's why you, you may see less new uh, mm -hmm. features in TagU1, but uh, that doesn't mean uh, I'm not working anymore. Roger. It's just like uh, I'm tired to support it and I'm trying, mm -hmm. I pre I'm, I'd rather put all this energy in, in French, uh, fresh uh, new uh, clean code than trying to maintain the old one. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you've got to be realistic at the end of the day. You're a human, well, one or two of you. You know, there's only so much you can do at the end of the day. So completely understandable. Um, okay, next one is a very interesting question, uh, as they all are by the looks of things. Can it be used for ground units as well to see the tactical picture? I don't quite understand that question, actually. How do you take that? Um, I'm not sure exactly what that means either, but... Uh, but yes, you can use TagView for ground units like tanks mm -hmm. and even soldiers, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, and for you can see both the tactical and strategic uh, uh, the battlefield from both uh, point of view. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, yes, you can use it for tanks, battles, and uh, everything because everything which can be recorded mm -hmm. uh, is in TagView. So. Like from uh, within DCS world, you can have uh, we have the bullets and uh, and the shells from the tanks and everything artillery. Mm -hmm. uh, we could see soldiers fighting each other, so uh, everything is is in in it already. Exactly. So yeah. So viewers watching my screen now, just about everything we can do with these planes, and we can do lots. Um, everything we can do, pretty much, we can do with the a man, an infantry man running around. Um, yeah. So they're just an yeah, entity. Yeah. For everything, yeah. even even submarines, uh, mm -hmm. it has been requested by uh, professional customers, and uh, submarines can go underwater, and you can see underwater in TagView too. Roger, yeah, completely makes sense. Um, okay, excellent. Um, right, uh, can it be used for MFS Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020? Yes, sure. Yeah, it's uh, it was supported from day one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, uh, we have to thank like uh, Microsoft on that matter because they contacted us. We are very positively surprised. Excellent. And they said uh, like one year before the release, they say, "Oh, uh, we are developing this new version of Flight Simulator. Would you like to be a uh, part of the project?" And, and we say, "Oh, yes, of course." And uh, so we got access. Uh, uh, we we had the SDK before uh, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator tools uh, development uh, development tools. We got, we had access to them before Microsoft Flight Simulator was released, so uh, we were able to add uh, to support it yeah. uh, day one. So it it works with Microsoft Flight Simulator the same way it works with uh, FSX. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. A developer of a you know any any developer actually being proactive and coming forward to help it doesn't it doesn't exist 
Does it? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. We yeah, were really surprised. That's kind of opposite of uh, another brand I don't want to talk about. Like who was trying to produce like the next uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm no doubt about we, it. We, we didn't support at all the third-party developers. But la, the, that time, uh, wow, Microsoft and Azobo, they were they were great, and we were like posting bugs on the forums, mm -hmm. and they fixed them in the first patch. They fixed everything, uh, every issue uh, yeah. we talk about, mm. at least from our point of view. Fair play, fair play. Oh, I can't, I my... can't. It doesn't work on my PC, so I can't try MF's 2020 yet. But I will give it a go at some point. Uh, when I get a new PC. But okay, very nice story then. It's nice to hear some actual good stuff. Um, let's move on. What is the difference between TacView Standard and Advanced? We've already talked about the difference between the versions. Anything you want to add to that before you move on? Um, I would just add that, like, like even you don't have to pay to use TacView. You can just build the free version, like, forever. Mm -hmm. And if at some point you like it, you can upgrade to Standard. And after you can upgrade to advance, and you don't have to repay everything. You just you just pay the mm -hmm. the difference, and that's it. Okay. Just to let you know that even as a passionate, just try the free version. Yeah. And after absolutely. you you'll see if you want more or if you want to support uh, more its development, and, and that's it. Roger, excellent, very very good ethos you have. Um, that's the right word, France. Um, okay, let's push push on. Is TacView available for all the DCS maps? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in fact, like it's independent from uh, the maps. Like uh, in DCS world, uh, uh, TacView will work even if it does not know the map. If you know what I mean, mm -hmm. it will work. It's just that you will have a generic map. Let's say like the uh, the Mariana Islands, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, get out and it's not yet in tag view mm -hmm. it will work anyway mm -hmm. you will just have mm -hmm. like a, some kind of blurry terrain that's it mm -hmm. but everything will work the same and um, and uh, as soon as as we can we we publish a new version of tag view with like a more like the the terrain we were export from uh, we were able to export from dcs world so you have something more detailed on the ground uh, but you can also do it yourself. Like, mm -hmm. let's say, like for some reason, the new version of TechView is not released. Uh, uh, like in the at the same time at the new map mm -hmm. from DCS World, you can go in DCS World um, uh, special options TechView tab, and after there is a tool which is called uh, Terrain Export, mm -hmm. and select like one of the option like unknown terrain, and launch the map in the new uh, in the new map launch a mission, I mean, and and then uh, it will take maybe one minute and uh, the exporter will uh, we create all the data necessary uh, for TagView to display a detailed map of this new terrain without even having to wait for the new release of TagView. Roger, that's really interesting. I was unaware of that, but that's cool. I've kind of got some questions about how the terrain works, but maybe we'll save that to the end. Um, okay, we've got a personal question here. What started your passion for aviation? Um, yeah, that's from my childhood. I, I believe that was one of my grandfather who was uh, working at the ONERA. It's a French uh, aerospace research institute. Mm -hmm. And he worked on like a beach project, like Ariane, the the rocket, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Concorde, and um, wow. and 
plenty of great projects like that. And I, th I think my passion for aviation comes from that, uh, from him mm -hmm. and uh, from a kid. So I, I can't remember when it started. I, um, I feel like I'm just like that. I'm passionate about aeronautics. Roger, I mean, I, I ask that question to everyone and everyone says the same thing. It comes from their kid and all of their parents, which is the same thing, you know, it comes in from a kid. So that's just how it is. Okay. Um, again, quick personal one. Favorite plane and why? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, in general, like, like it's it's very uh, it's difficult to give you like a specific plane because uh, I love aeronautics yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but when uh, we talk like like about flight simulations, when I fly like civilian flight simulation, I love to fly helicopters. Mm -hmm. Because I love the way uh, you can you can do everything. I love the feeling of helicopters and the way you fly them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love um, and the fact that you can focus on flying rather than using your instrument or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, more than win with planes. And uh, for combat aircraft, I'm, I th I think I believe I'm more a guy of like uh, the 60s, 70s, the Steamgog uh, cockpits. Yeah. I I don't like uh, iPads cockpits. Neither do I. Yeah. I don't like when it's too like um, automated. I uh, I admire, for example, like the uh, the latest A10, the F18, and everything. They are very impressive. But when I play like DCS World. Uh, um, I feel like too it's too easy or too powerful for yes. my taste. I like when there's some kind of challenge, like a no school challenge. Uh, for that reason, um, I believe my favorite aircraft was surprisingly. I was not expecting that. It's the Vegan, yeah. because yeah, at first I was not interested into it. I didn't flew uh, fly it for uh, for maybe one or two years. Uh, because I say, oh, I don't know about this plane. It looks strange. I'm not going. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. And at some point, when I tried it, I, I fell in love with it because it's kind of both modern but mm -hmm. old at the same time. It's it has very powerful computers. And when you at uh, first, it sounds daunting and difficult to approach, especially because of the language. And uh, but when you understand its philosophy. Uh, it's uh, incredible. You, it's very rewarding because you uh, you understand that you can configure everything the way you want. It's more powerful than when you let's say you read you read between the lines of the manual. Mm -hmm. You start discovering like another layer of uh, powerfulness in this mm -hmm. aircraft. And I love the personality. the The module is very well made. I mm -hmm. feel I almost can f uh, smell the oil mm -hmm. and kerosene when I'm in the cockpit. The lighting, the radar, the ground radar, and everything. Mm. So right now, that's my favorite aircraft to fly in uh, DCS world because of its personality and kind of blend between the mix of the the performant um, modern aircraft with performance computer, but old school because you have to think and plan things in advance and uh, you have to choose your weapon. Something like that. you cannot like bring with you like. I don't know, 20 uh, Mavericks or, mm -hmm. or 30 bombs or everything you have to think. And uh, I like this challenge and the feeling of flying it. Roger. Well, that's interesting, Franz. And we're not going to segue too far off, I promise, but just a little bit. 
Um, so that was a, as a pretty the best description I've ever heard of a reason why you like a someone likes a plane in DCS. And the way you described the vegan there was absolutely perfect. And kudos to the guys that the heat blur they're now they're now called that went and made it. Um, just. It's 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 not easy to make a plane, but you know, within reason, most people can make a plane. To make one that has the right feel, which is the key, probably the key th word you had in there, uh, is very very difficult. And those guys, like with the Tomcat, you know, it's another great job they've done. Uh, it's very difficult to do, and so kudos uh, for them to doing that. Uh, the other thing is, it's interesting to find someone who really thinks about aviation exactly the same as me. Uh, very few people seem to think the same as us most people just want more bombs more bombs more guns more screens more uh, sub menus more control more and for me uh, as i think for you all you're doing is getting further and further away from flying the plane uh, by doing that all you're actually doing uh, by wanting the latest superbug by wanting the f-22 raptor is really you're just trying to get closer to the end goal and the end goal unfortunately is is a drone without a pu without a human it's just some ai um, controlling a bunch of long-range weapons. That's where, you know, aviation will go, and it'll even go there in DCS eventually. And who the hell wants that? I mean, at that point, I'm no longer interested. I'm going to go and do something else. Um, so your philosophy on why you look like certain planes um, intrigues me, and I think we're very similar in that. Any comments on that? Yeah, uh, I like the way you say it. Yes, it's like in... In real life, when you do war, you want to be as efficient as possible. So it, it makes sense to mm. uh, to go toward the the drones. That's that's the future. But like as a hobby, I want to have the feeling of the aircraft. Um, uh, I want to feel the aircraft when uh, my uh, angle of attack is wrong, when I fly it wrong, and uh, I want to have the reward of thinking. So that's why I I, I tend more and more to go toward like. Uh, old school aircraft like maybe mm. the Mir mirage 3 mm, oh yeah uh, maybe uh, the corsair oh. and uh, all this this generation of aircraft like high performance and with the beginning of computers but not mm. to not like free to use at mm. the same time great not over powerful great i think i found my uh, what's the word what's the word uh, kindred we'll have to one day we'll meet up and we'll go for we'll go and have what we call a pint i guess you don't have pints over there but have a beer <laughs> we'll have a good chat because i think i found my kindred spirit finally uh right uh excellent france well done um we've already talked about this again i'll read it out anyway what were the main challenges in creating uh, uh such a tallest tack view you've already talked about that but anything you'd like to add man that's the, yeah. That the main the main challenge is to to think ahead when, like, the everybody is asking for improvement and new features, and uh, it's not easy to put everything in the program. It's not uh, not from a techy technical standpoint because everything is possible. It's just a matter of time, but it's uh, trying to think properly so it it does not. Uh, degrade the quality, the current like uh, qualities mm. of the software. That's difficult. Roger. It's like uh, I don't know how I can compare it. Like, like cell phones. Right now, I found cell phones like too complicated. Like ten years ago, uh, they were perfect. Now, like there's million functions I don't use, and which which are in my way of doing the few mm -hmm. things I would like to do with my cell phone. Mm. Uh, it's the it's the same thing. Uh, 
with tag you i don't i want to have like a mm -hmm. good quality and uh, i don't want to have uh, uh, a lot of bugs i want people to feel like it's stable and i want to uh, to feel like there's the least amount of option as mm -hmm. possible so you, you can just focus on 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 the fi final purpose which is to debrief mm -hmm. and uh, and watch just the few information which is relevant to a to a flight mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a great design philosophy you got there again. The reason why it's been there's a reason why it's worked and so you know people like it. Um uh, it's interesting. Well, one comment I've got to you, and maybe you can say this and maybe you can't, but one thing I've seen with developers in DCS is that a lot of them have gone to selling their aircraft to the or, or having their aircraft used like you by the real uh, air forces. And because they've but when they've made that change from uh, you know civilians like us over to air forces they've had to uh, been forced to change the aircraft and add new features into the aircraft i've seen that a lot with airplanes i won't mention in case i break any ndas but um have you found that as soon as you've hit the air forces that they've started to i want this in i want that in i want that in is that a thing for you um yeah they have they have requests uh and uh like my philosophy is as much as possible as possible i um i'm like uh, frank with them I, I told them okay if the feature can be reused for the mass market it's kind of mm. free but if it's very specific to your mm. needs um you you will have to pay for the, mm -hmm. the time it takes to develop it mm -hmm. so um uh so i, I try to reuse that to put back in the product as many uh, ideas as possible and again i try to uh, to integrate them uh, like uh, seamlessly in what already exists because i don't want to degrade tech view i don't i want like each idea to improve it even mm. for the mass market so uh, there's tools which have been developed and um, i think everybody uh, um, can enjoy, which has been developed for the for some air forces and other air forces can enjoy them. And even uh, you at home, you can use them. More drum. Okay, Franz. Next one is the TACView first of a kind, or was there something comparable that inspired you to do better? And if I may, before we get into here, maybe it's a little bit of history. So we were talking about in the American Air Force, the first versions of this were what was it at? AMC, what was it called? Can you remember? Uh, a, uh, Alpha Charlie Mike India. Yes, Acme. Ac Ac uh, Acme, I don't know how to pronounce it in English. Roger. Uh, yeah, that was the beginning. I think that started like in the 60s, something like the, um, I guess that the US Air Force was using radars and pods in aircraft mm -hmm. to, to track the 3D uh, mm -hmm. trajectory of their aircraft during their exercise, like probably in red flag or something. Yeah. Uh, but so I didn't invent anything about Tagu. Uh, the idea it's uh, it's from real life, and then this kind of tool has been uh, uh, well made, like in um, in uh, the uh, 90s simulators, like F22 A ADF, something mm -hmm. like that, and uh, Total Air War, mm -hmm. and then later like uh, Falcon 4, mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, but it was missing from from Locon and. Uh, and uh, most uh, today's product, they don't have it. Like even Iluchin didn't have it. Mm -hmm. uh, Flight Simulator, they have something similar, but it's very uh, kind of, there's not much about it. 
and there's nothing in explain from what I remember. So uh, it was missing from per, from personal point of view. It was missing from DCS world, but it was uh, I knew about this kind of product because it was in other flight simulators from the nineties. Roger, very good. Um, we've talked about the next one is about can we uh, well let me read it can the TAC view be adapted from air and ground units at the same let me try that again can TAC view be adapted for air and ground units at the same time don't understand the question what do you read in that um, uh, no uh, no I don't know what uh, I'm not sure what to say about that it's it works for everything Mm. Like uh, you have tanks, uh, you will see the tanks moving around along the roads. Maybe you will not see the roads, depending on if you have a map or not. But you will see the tanks, you will see the shells, you will see f uh, the flags firing at everybody. So uh, all the ground units are in tag view. Uh, maybe like depending on the simulator, like um, in DCS world, there are some static objects like the buildings which are not shown in tag view. Mm -hmm. It's just because I I don't have right now the yep. an easy way to uh, export them, mm -hmm. but everything which is exportable will be displayed, Roger. including the like we say like the soldiers, um, Roger. MVs, and everything. Okay, the next one it's going to be difficult, but we'll try. How do you bind the plane in DCS, though the program is it following the pilot's input? or the plane's motion into... Okay, I get it. So what he's asking here, is it following the telemetry of the actual plane or is it re-simulating it with the pilot's controls? Um, I tell you, it's, it's really a playback program. So it records the coordinates and orientation of every uh, object at uh, like every moment in time. So it does not simulate things. Like we had requ we had requests to simulate missiles and stuff like that from professionals, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but right now it does not simulate anything. It's a it's mm -hmm. a playback pro program. Um, does it uh, out of interest? Does it actually st uh, record also the pilot's stick rudder movements? Those kind of things. I've forgotten. Um, I th I think uh, yes, uh, it's it's working with uh, flight simulator and explain right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't remember if it's working yet with DCS World, but I have planned to implement it if it's not already the case. At okay. least it's supported in TechView, but maybe I don't have the data yet from DCS World. Uh, sorry okay. if I can't remember everything about everything. That's okay. It's so yeah. It's so big now, it's hard to sure. follow uh, to remember everything. I was just thinking if we talk about the future at some point, uh, it would be cool to have um, uh, 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 like the, con you know, what controls you're actually doing as the plane moves that would be interesting wouldn't it but anyway let's carry on for now friends yeah yeah um, yeah, de uh, yeah i definitely want to do that yeah um now we conveniently go into the next one what is the future of tac view and your and your eyes and what further plans do you have that you can talk about okay can you repeat the, the yeah. first part of the question please? yeah what is the future of tac view and what further plans do you have for it um, yeah, uh, so um, so right now, for me, the the, the real future is is TagView two, mm -hmm. and um, so um, I'm I'm currently working on TagView two, but at the same time, I have to uh, uh, continue to support TagView one. So the future of TagView one is like uh, is going to have less and less like uh, new crazy features. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will continue uh, to add like uh, new maps, improve the database, so you have the proper like 3D models, 
displayed and stuff like that. And uh, we are also developing, like uh, experimenting, like prototyping new features for TechView 2. We are uh, prototyping that in TechView 1 uh, via some add-ons and, uh, and, and, and other modules. Uh, so TechView 1 is, is like um, slowly, pro slowly processing right now. It means that TechView 2 is processing more. Mm -hmm. And the future, like TechView 2, it's going to be, I want it to be like um, um, some kind of, a kind of operating of a system of uh, debriefing. Uh, TechView 2 will be um, like a program which is going to be much more uh, efficient. Mm -hmm. And kind, the base is going to be smaller than TechView 1. Mm -hmm. And all the debriefing, most debriefing tools will be uh, made via add-ons, either official mm -hmm. or unofficial. That's the goal. So uh, I want the community to be able to to develop its own add-ons, like for right. I don't mm. Skyrim. Like you want somebody to integrate mm -hmm. a map in TechView. Uh, it's possible in TechView one, but it's kind of complicated because it has been that's kind of mm. of bad over the years. But in TechView 2, it's going to be uh, clean. And from the beginning of mm -hmm. TechView 2, uh, the philosophy is kind of made of uh, Lego blocks. Mm -hmm. So uh, any, I want everybody to be able to publish a new map right. for TechView 2. So that's Easily. interesting. Yeah. Or create, like, I don't know, an LSO add-on to have like mm -hmm. uh, the, cam the camera and the mm -hmm. spur system and everything. Um, I, I want to make everything much easier to do with TechView 2 for um, like a development point of view for the community to extend mm -hmm. it. I want to support something like the Steam Workshop, like you just check marks and automatically all the add-ons you like mm -hmm. will be installed on your uh, system um, instead of like looking on internet for mm -hmm. like uh, separate files everywhere. Um, although there's uh, that you do will be more uh, powerful for uh, like the display because, uh, for example, let's say uh, in Tech One, the display is kind of I want I want the display to be kind of schematic, mm -hmm. to be easy to understand what's happening. But also, some people are asking for more details, uh, visual details for the ground or for mm -hmm. the objects. And Tech Two will be able to display much more details. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the um, Terran engine is currently being uh, rewritten from scratch again. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can, uh, you will be able to zoom to, uh, I don't know, a pebble or some, something very small on the ground and they zoom for, uh, and go in space, for example. Roger, so um, it sounds like a good, so TACV2, a rewrite to TACV2 seems like the way forward. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, modular-based, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And also to make the, I think it has been requested many times for TechU1. TechU2 will be multi-platform for real, which means you will be able to use it on your iPad or your mm -hmm. Android phone or uh, Linus or whatever. Mm -hmm. On all platforms, you will be able to debrief with your friends. For wow. example, or to review, like uh, you go to the bus in, uh, in the bus to your work. Mm -hmm. You will be able to debrief your uh, yesterday flight in the bus. If, if one day we lift the quarantine restrictions. Roger. Okay, Francis, excellent. Um, I've got nothing I can add to that, so well done. Um, the next question is, what is the best way to get TechView and is it easy to set up? Well, what I'll do in the video description, I'll link a tutorial I've got for how to install it and set it up and how to use it. Um, for DCS players, there's kind of, oh, I don't know, roughly about one to 
5% of people, a small percent of people, have a problem if that their DCS will not uh, allow tag view files to be written. I have this and I featured it in one of the videos and I believe I've got a workaround for that. Uh, it is all super easy and you know, any, if I can do it, anyone can do it. But anything you want to add to that otherwise, Franz? Um, yeah, there, there's only one uh, way, uh, official way to download TagView is from the website. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to get you, you type tagview.net and you click download and you choose, uh, like if you, obviously you don't own TagView at this point, so you click download the stable, latest stable version. Mm -hmm. And it's just next, next, next to install it. Mm -hmm. And it should work right out of the box, mm -hmm. except some maybe edge cases. But uh, we've done our best to fix everything which has been reported uh, mm -hmm. so it works uh, right away. And if you follow the tutorials on internet from uh, our tutorials or our cap tutorials, or, uh, and you'd see it's, it's very easy to use. Roger, and agreed. Um, what is the typical TACView file? And it, let me try that again. What size is the typical TACView file? And it taking loads of CPU and graphics to run it is the same as DCS running. I'll answer that one, Franz, um, and then you can add, because I do this every day for a living. So um, we've got DCS uh, here. Uh, save games, DCS, track files, is tracks is where they are, multiplayer, because all mine are multiplayer, yours may be single player, I guess, uh, multiplayer, and here's every mission I've done for the last uh, month or so, uh, you have the track file, which is the DCS copy of what happened, and then you have Francis file, the ACMI file, I've just noticed that says ACMI. Is that a kind of tribute to the old ACMI, or is that just coincidence? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, it was just a way to name it, and I didn't have any better way. So just noticed it. Well done. Yeah, and, and you, Roger, and then you got Franz's version here, okay? And the size is completely dependent on how how much stuff happened in the mission. So a small mission is two kilobytes. A big mission is seven megabytes. Uh, or we have, or a really big mission, and I can't see any here, can go up to kind of 50 to 100 megabytes. So those are the sizes, um, and they're about... A, about a quarter-ish of the size of the uh, 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 track file, which is the ED version of the recording, uh, which is probably because it's got some more data in it. Um, in terms of operating, it, it takes very little resources. So on my i5, uh, DCS takes anywhere between 30 and 100% um, on my CPU. Um, uh, TacView here will run along about 5% or something, so you know almost nothing. Uh, that's my idea. Anything you can add to that, France? Yeah, when um, a point like some people may be confused about, you don't have to run uh, the TagView main application while you are flying. Mm -hmm. The recording is made in background by, like in DCS world, it's it's a module of DCS world, so you don't have to have anything else running in background. Mm -hmm. If you fly like flight simulator, you will have like FSX to Acme, which runs like uh, you will see it on screen. Uh, but that's it, and the CPU usage is very low. I have optimized it a lot. It's mul fully multi-threaded. Mm -hmm. uh, the files are compressed by default uh, to use as, as less space as possible. Um, the, on the only point which could be a problem is like you have like um, like not the top of the end uh, PC. You are running it VR, and you want to save CPU. Uh, the problem, like yeah. I optimize it as much as possible, but there's part when I I ask 
DCS world for the list of the object, it takes time from the DCS uh, side, and I cannot optimize that. And that can take maybe up to 15% mm -hmm. uh, of CPU. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something I cannot optimize. Um, there are options to go around that. Like in the latest revamp of the exporter, I have uh, added an option. So TechView records only your aircraft in multiplayer. Mm -hmm. So you can have the best uh, uh, FPS in uh, VR, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, um, also, another way to go around that, like if you are playing with a squadron, is, is just to record the, the TechView files on your server. So you have your host, which hosts the missions. And on this computer, you can record because there's no problem of, of FPS because there's no 3D rendering. Yep. So you can ask to record everything there. And you can, um, uh, uh, some uh, squadrons uh, can uh, also like export the file directly on um, a shared uh, folder, like a Dropbox folder, or I don't know, Google, uh, uh, Google Cloud folder. And uh, so after the flight, uh, every uh, um, every people uh, participating in the mission can just open the shared folder and take the file and watch it on his computer without using any CPU on his side. Mm -hmm. um, there's another really interesting fact I should point out and a really important and useful fact just because of how DCS runs. So DCS saves this file, the track file, and Francis program saves this file as we discussed. Now interestingly if you go and use the DCS file to watch uh, the mission, and you do that through the replay option from the main menu in DCS, uh, most well, most of the time it works okay. Some of the time, as you all know, and I'm sure ED would even admit, that it doesn't always uh, replay correctly, Franz. The, a lot of AI units will not do exactly as they did uh, when the data was recorded because of how the replay system in DCS works. Um, and I'm not going to try and really understand why, but that's how it is, okay? Whereas Francis, and I don't know why this is, but Francis always works perfectly. Uh, sorry, TACV always works perfectly. It always remembers exactly and displays where the planes were correctly, especially the AI. Whereas ED's replay, sometimes the AI go wrong. Again, don't know why. Anything you want to say about that out of interest or anything you know about that, um, Francis? Yes, um, I, I believe that DCS World... Uh like uh, track files are just storing like the input of the players ah. and then DCS is re-simulating, re-running wow. the full simulation. So uh, obviously over time, like uh, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's common to have a two hours, four hours flight mm -hmm. or multiple flights in multiplayer and uh, the timings are not exactly the same. So mm -hmm. it starts to shift mm -hmm. uh, and it's not, uh, the playback is not the same anymore. And um, worst, it's probably when you upgrade, uh, you update your, your DCS world, mm -hmm. uh, the AI uh, and the performance of the object will change a bit. Mm -hmm. And so your playback will not work uh, at all anymore because right. the missile will not, will not hit the target because that's not the same parameter as the previous version of DCS world. Right. So what we're saying uh, is that your program just displays the raw data, all the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for TechView, I'm just storing uh, all the coordinates, mm -hmm. like latitude, longitude, altitude, all pitchio of uh, everything, plus other, uh, other telemetry, but that's the main idea. 
And so that that cannot change. That's always the same. And you can play back your uh, your file, which is like uh, 15 years old from 2004. Yeah. It will still work in TechView the same as uh, when you recorded it. Right. So, but in DCS, it, it physically replays the game based on inputs and based on data and that's why it's not always 100% accurate I see uh, now interestingly for my job which is which is actually a really difficult job I have to go and watch those two-hour missions with 50 humans and 50 AI planes and I have to go back in time and, and refilm them um, to make the big videos that we do and what you'll find is that exactly that because of accumulated error the DCS replay things go wrong Planes crash into mountains that didn't actually happen. Bad guys attack different guys than they attacked on the actual mission. And the way I correct for that error is I have uh, TACView open on my left window, DCS in my right window, when I'm re-recording a video. That's how I do it after the mission. Um, and I, what I do is use yours as the absolute. That's what happened. And I use DCS just as best as I can. And I kind of end up having to interpolate between them. I use yours as a storyboard. And then I film extra little bits here and there to make DCS look like what happened was what actually happened on your tack view. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's a really hard job. I call it an art form. And no one, apart from me, as far as I can see, is actually doing it out there. Uh, it's an incredibly difficult thing to do. Uh, it's something I've got down pretty well. But you can imagine the difficulties because, for instance, let's say a plane crashed in the replay that shouldn't have crashed. I then have to go and film another plane to pretend it's that plane to try and make it look like what happened on the attack view. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't think about that. I didn't uh, think about how much work it is to oh, uh, record that, hours to stream and uh, hours and hours missions. and hours. Uh, to do this and like i said as far as i can see no one else is out there is doing it like that and it's very difficult but it's what i've chosen to do so we'll we'll suck it up france um yeah, so sometime i would like to add that uh yeah sometimes like even on during network flights the server can have a different version of what yep. the client have yeah uh, and with my friends, like I'm flying in VR, and uh, there's never enough FPS uh, with DCS World in VR right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't record anything, and it's just the server which is recording for us. And when we play back the mission, we see sometimes we, mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, the TechView file, it does not exactly match what, mm -hmm. uh, what we lived. It's mm -hmm. probably uh, because the server was not perfectly synchronized with the clients. And sometimes, I don't know how it works with DCS, but sometimes probably some uh, the client missile has the authority uh, mm -hmm. to say, uh, I hit this plane, even if on the yeah. server that was not the case. So sometimes it mismatch, but we can still understand what happened. Yeah, so so for instance, a great example, and we get this all the time, we just get used to it. For instance, an AIM-54 Phoenix comes on tack view when we're watching this back, comes belting along and um, misses the target by half a mile, half a mile. And suddenly, but the target blows up. And that's yeah. because in tack view, because of the mismatches that we have in there, nothing's perfect in in networked games. Because in, in tack view, it, it's going to miss him. But in the uh, in the master, whatever the master, and I don't know how the netcode works, who's the master. But in the master of the game, that missile actually hit him. And these are things we just have to, you just have to allow for. That's network gaming at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that's something you usually don't notice with other games because mm -hmm. you don't have like uh, ways to play back them yeah, right away. That's but right. There's pretty happening with Battlefield, for example, mm -hmm. or Counter Strike. Yeah, Roger. Anyway, that's that's how it is. That's really interesting talking about that. But that's fine. Let's let's uh, carry on. I must admit, I've forgotten where we got to, Franz. Do you remember where we got to? Um, 
Uh, where do we got to? Oh, the size and the CPU. We kind of we kind of went off again, like we do, didn't we? So um, this one here. What is the format of the files, and are they replayed? And are they replayed in TacView? How does it work? And um, so the the format is like we said, like uh, TacView is recording all the coordinates of each aircraft plus uh, any additional parameters like. Uh, from your cockpit, like the the speed, uh, gear status, flaps, everything, it's stored in a um, uh, custom uh, file format uh, in um, in a text format. It it has to be custom because uh, I wanted to save as much space as possible, and there were no other format able to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I invented a, a format which is documented, like on on TechView uh, website. Mm -hmm in text format, so it's portable and reliable. Mm -hmm. And also it's packed in a zip uh, archive so uh, mm -hmm. to save further space, like usually that divides by uh, four, the size, uh, the final size. And that's the idea. And after TechView opened that and recreate the object according to all the coordinates and names and, and uh, country and uh, all the information it has and play back everything in 3D. Brilliant. Yeah, that's exactly how I'd imagine it. And one of our guys even wrote an app that actually jumps in, hooks into your, looks inside your ACMI zip file and grabs data out for analysis. Um, I don't know if we're supposed to be doing that, but we did that anyway. Hey, uh, yes, yeah. of course you can do it. Yeah, Roger. So it's just there. Okay, very good. Um, can you record a furball, a dogfight, in TAC view? where there are more than two sides, blue and red. Interesting. What do you think about that? Um, yes, it's supported. Like, in fact, in, uh, in BMS, like Fal Falcon 4, there's, mm -hmm. uh, there's maybe, I don't remember, like six or eight different sides, and they are all supported. Like, like you, uh, I had flights with uh, two, uh, three or four sides. That's common. I, I would say, like, DCS World is the only simulator oh, which God. has two sides. There's not even... They just have introduced introduced neutrals, uh, like maybe one year ago. I saw that in the mission editor, but mm -hmm. I didn't see any use yet for that. No, they're not but, a proper. It's not a proper side yet. Yeah, I, I hope with the dynamic campaign, uh, they will they will have to add neutrals, and uh, I, I believe they were at least we needed two other sides, uh, like from Total Air War. I remember the dynamic campaign. Right. Because it's not just blue and red in real life. There's other innocent countries around that and civilians too. So uh, the thing is, the problem is you're going you're going back to the idea of legacy code. Though it's so hard to write in a new factory, yeah. isn't it? Bear in mind you've got that. You know, you'd have to rewrite the whole base. It'd be so hard. Yeah, there's a lot to change, but uh, it's it's definitely supported in TechView. It works already. Yeah. Again, you, again, you're just displaying what the game output. I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. Uh, um, maybe I can add, like, if you have, like, um, you are flying with friends, like a furball or something, mm -hmm. um, and you have only, like, two sides uh, because you are flying in DCS world, you can still, during your debriefing, you can right-click on the object, edit, uh, and then change the colors. And there's something like mm -hmm. maybe uh, six or seven colors you can choose from. Um, I know milita military guys are doing that for the, mm -hmm. their debriefings, like... I don't know, the recon is in green, mm -hmm. the uh, electronic warfare is in, in blue, and so on. And they are putting every uh, group of aircraft in different colors. And it works in TechView. You can do it manually, directly from the 3D view. Watch out. Very interesting. 
Okay, very good. Um, what, which sims and games can we currently use with TacFood? Do we have a list somewhere on the website or something? Um, yes, I think there is a list on the website. Maybe there's a flight simulator missing, but uh, yeah, obviously DCS World is the biggest one. Falcon 4 uh, slash BMS. Um, yeah, sorry. Mm. Oh, sorry, that's uh, on the main uh, page of the website. Stand by. So I'm going home here, and have you, where's the list? Uh, uh, when you see the chapter named Record, all the the links in orange are the simulator supported. Roger. Right mm -hmm. under the YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, DCS World Falcon Four IL IL Two. Didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it's a native support. That's IL2 uh, team who has uh, written its, its own data recorder mm -hmm. for TagView. Right, we do IL2. Uh, at the moment, we, it's more fun, and we don't take it that seriously. But if we did ever take it seriously, we can go do that, which is great. Um, yeah. Explain, uh, Pair 3D, Microsoft Simulator, VRS Trackpad, and whatever that is. Uh, enemy Engaged Comanche, never heard of it. Come on, come on, modern operation, never heard of it. Uh, but cool, so there's your list. I, I, have, I would like to add there's also right now a project like um, the team which supporting the old uh, Iliuchin is also currently adding support for TagView. Roger. Very, the the one good. which is uh, like a battle of uh, Tobruk or something. The the old school uh, Iliuchin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Supported good. by the community. Very good. That's cool. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, Big question. What are the reasons for discrepancies between TagView report regarding who destroyed what versus what DCS reports? For example, in a recent Sunday campaign mission, DCS clearly showed Cap, yay, that's me, killing two times trucks, uh, and it said Cap destroyed this and that. But TagView says he only killed one and someone else killed the other one. This is important since we use TACView for battle damage assessment and input into next campaign uh, uh, mission because we do, um, France, we do dynamic campaigns. Obviously, there's no real dynamic campaign in, in DCS at the moment, right? So we do our own ones and we require TACView to go back and to see who killed what, who killed, who fired so many missiles and so on. Uh, so we know how to set the next mission up. And they're saying that there are discrepancies between what TACFU says and what DCS says was killed. Now, I've never seen this before, uh, but any comments? Um, yes, that's a good question. That's uh, that's the problem with the current way um, uh, TACFU is exporting telemetry. Um, right now, there's several ways to export data from DCS world. And the most obvious way I have uh, implemented like uh, 15 years ago um, gives very good, uh, is very good to um, to display the object where they were and to display uh, most of the things. But the, the thing is it lacks the event uh, right now. TagView yeah. does not record any right. uh, official event from DCS World so because it. it's, uh, it's provided by another part of DCS World. I don't have access. I cannot access easily right, um, right now. So um, that's something I want to do in the future, but right now it's not the case. So which means that when you play back your flight in TagView, TagView is not aware of all the official events. Yeah. So it has to guess what happened. 
and to do so it will it's going to check where the weapon uh, what uh, the weapon have uh, impacted where they were where everyone was and it's it's not an ai huh? it's a simple yeah. program and it makes some mistakes uh, time to time because it's not um, usually like when um, a missile explodes, it does not explode right on the target. Yeah. It's uh, it's a bit off. Uh, so, and Tagu has to uh, to say, okay, it was like in a radius of 10 meters. So I assume it has touched, uh, hit the target. And if the target disappeared, like mm -hmm. uh, in the following minutes, I don't remember the exact numbers, but that's the idea. It say, okay, the guy who uh, was shot the missile at the target has destroyed the target. Mm -hmm. That's how it works right now. Right. And that's why you can see some discrepancy between uh, what's displayed uh, in the event log in TagView and the official event log in DCS world. Right. And, so, um, yeah. I mean, so I'm sorry about that, but that's that's not something I can like easily improve like Roger, in a short term because it, takes a, it will take a lot of work and I have planned to do that but uh, not in short term. No, I, I get it now. Like I said, I've never really noticed it before, but obviously it's a thing. So at the end of the day, you don't have access to the the event log that you need to get access to in DCS. You need access to that event log of who was killed. And then you can, it'd be so much easier for you, for you wouldn't it, if you had access to that event log? Yeah, or... yeah, exactly. exactly. But it's like there's uh, like three different environments or maybe four in DCS world and I'm only in one of them. So mm -hmm. I see just a part of all, all, all of what's happening. But uh, for example, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know anything about the event right now. Right. And so I need, I need the exporter to be in different environments at the same time, which is quite tricky to program. And it's, it's just, uh, it was just a problem of time. I didn't have the time to implement that yet. Roger, have you approached ED at all about making that more accessible, the things that you need? Or is... um, yes, uh, yes, uh, a, a few times ED has implemented uh, some improvements to have uh, additional data uh, for the export. Uh, but I, uh, most of the time, I think they are really busy on their own programs. Yeah, so, sure. uh, uh, so it's kind of, I have to, to dig myself to... Uh, to get as much information as possible. Sure. Okay. Fine. At least we understand what the problem is now, and then with that, uh, we'll well figure something out. Okay. Very good. Uh, answer. Uh, Thirty. Can TagView be developed into a? Now this is interesting. Into a live real-time version, and then can be used for the role of a GCI uh, in DCS instead of using the F10 menu. Well, let me just answer my little tiny bit first. First of all, mm. we do actually already have that. We have lot ATC, uh, which is designed to be used live. Um, and it's not TacView and it doesn't do a lot of things that TacView does, but it, it's designed for live. Secondly, uh, I would love me. Um, I would love, and one of my guys is trying to do this and I don't know whether they can or not, but to have a super simple thing like TacView, even simpler than TacView, just a little nice 3D render that hooks in to a, um, a server, a multiplayer server, and, um, and lets people see in a very simple cartoonish 3D way where everyone is. And I want that for my viewers so they can watch the streams, me or whoever, and they can also have on their other window open a little 3D view of where everyone is. I think it will be, I know there's problems with cheating and stuff like that, but assuming 
you know everyone trusts everyone i think that'd be a great thing for viewers to come and do basically my dream is tack view a slightly simplified tack view that can hook into a real-time game and so you could everyone can see where everyone is i think that'd be a wonderful thing um probably not it's not in your interest but any thoughts to that generally france yes first i want to emphasize the fact that uh hello atc uh low tech is um it's a very good uh, ATC simulator. Um, uh, you can you can be like the AWAX guy, and uh, it simulates uh, a lot of things. And TechView does not simulate anything. Mm -hmm. It gives you the whole battlefield mm -hmm. at once, like uh, you're like a god. You see mm -hmm. everything. But um, uh, if you play with uh, LoTAC, you will you will have a much more realistic simulation of what you are supposed to see. And uh, I, I know there are squadrons who are using it and enable it it on their server so they have a realistic ATC. So uh, I really um, have a look at this program. Um, maybe we should put a, a link in the comment of this video. Wait, so, uh, so, uh, I'm going to be interviewing them, so I'll, I'll do it all properly. All right. Yeah. And after, for your um, your request about seeing in real time your server, it's already possible. It's like uh, it's called the real time telemetry. And if you have like if you enable it, uh, from within the exporter options mm -hmm. and you can put a password if you want um, uh, to limit it to some people uh, then with the uh, tag you advanced you can connect to the server mm -hmm. and watch uh, watch the battlefield in real time right so your your viewer will be able to see to see that right. um, so it, it works after everything is there for you uh, to use after maybe there will be a be careful with denial of service uh, issue if you are like 10,000 viewers. Maybe yeah. you want to go through a proxy or something. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, but it works. Right. It's I, possible already. I get it. Right. So I'm going to plot that in my mind now, what I have to do. Fine. That's 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 for me to do. Um, let's push on. Uh, 31. When can we expect TagView 2? And is it going to be an upgrade? Brackets. You pay for the new version, but not the full amount for existing users of TACView 1 or a separate product that we buy completely separately? Well, uh, there's no, um, it's too early to give you a, uh, an ETF for TACView 2. Um, so I, I won't give any, okay. it's in progress. Uh, what I can say about the price, if you're already on TagView 1, you will not have to pay. Uh, that, that's free. The upgrade is free hmm. for the current user of TagView oh. 1. Uh, except for maybe if you want to play uh, for on the Android version or the Apple version, uh, to play f uh, to pay for, you will have to pay a bit for the additional development and also because they are separate stores. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's it. For, like on, PC, on your PC, uh, you will just have to install TechView 2 and you will run right out of the box with your current license. Moja, brilliant. Brilliant answer. Very generous man. Very generous man. Um, France, now we've come to the end of our, our things. We've all, we've asked some excellent questions and we've got some great information out of you. I'm really chuffed about that way that went and I've learned a lot as well about what I can do now. Uh, and I hope everyone's learned a lot. Um, I'm just thinking, uh, anything else you can think of before we before we sign off rants um, um uh, i think maybe we can give some tips about how to use tagview because some 
I know there are, um, there's, we are trying to make some tutorials about different uh, way of using tag views, Roger. but there are some like things which seems obvious to me because I'm the creator, but mm -hmm. not obvious to everyone. And uh, sometimes I'm sad to say when I watch a YouTube video, I say, oh, the guy would just have to click here yeah. to have the answer to his question. Yeah. So maybe if I can take uh, a few uh, several minutes to uh, talk about the quick tips well, I'm I'm on TacView now, and I'm looking at a giant furball of 25 versus 25, uh, if such a thing exists. Um, what do you yeah? What do you want to uh, expand on? Yeah. So, for example, you can to select an object. You don't have necessarily to go through all the list of objects. You can control left or right click yep. on the object in the 3D view, yep. and that will select directly the object. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So that that's the first one. Uh, then, uh, if you if you know, like uh, you, you let's say you remember, oh, I launched a cruise missile uh, at some point, but I, I it's hard to know where it was and at which time exactly. Uh, to to see that uh, that point in TagView, you open um, the list of objects. You will see all the aircraft, all the weapons fired by uh, each aircraft. Yep. And if if you shift click. On the weapon, TagView will put it put you on the weapon at the exact time it has been uh, uh, released. Oh, right. Let me just get that right then. Right. So I open up my uh, my object list. Yeah. I'm gonna go and fight. Even though I'm half an hour before the missile was fired, I can shift. Was it? Was it? Can just click on it or shift click or what shift it? click. I would shift click on the weapon that happens in half an hour's time and it will a go to the weapon and b go to the time that that weapon happened right yeah correct wow that you know what bearing in mind i told you what kind of my job is and that the stuff i have to do that helps me so much because i'm usually searching around on the little bar at the bottom trying to get the time when that missile was fired now if it's a three-hour mission you can imagine that's an incredibly difficult thing to do uh so doing that is uh, 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 a bit of a saint there okay excellent and then you can also like from the 3D view, if you press left and right click and you drag left, right, you can oh. move uh, back and forth in time smoothly. So that's the, the my favorite way of moving in time. Did not know that. I'm just playing with that now. Oh, you see, you move the mouse left and right to go forwards and backwards yeah. in time. Now, the interesting thing about that is you get some really good resolution. Moving the little bar at the bottom, especially if it's a long mission, as you can see there, it's, it moves in big jumps because there's only so many kind of pixels that bar can be along. Whereas left, right, I get infinite almost resolution there. Again, that's a massive game changer for me because I'm always trying to find that particular point where that missile is fired. And with a three-hour timeline bar at the bottom, that's almost impossible to do. This time I can get it just right, right there. So another excellent tip. So uh, yeah, uh, next one is like if, when you hold the shift key, that mm -hmm. will display a laser pointer over the 3D view. So that's that can be handy during an online debriefing, but uh, uh, to sh to show oh, uh, right. something on the ground. And if you shift click on an object, that will highlight it quickly. So uh, again, you say, oh, I I I fired at this guy, and shift click on the guy, right. and everybody. Uh, attending to the debriefing, we'll see the highlight. I, the highlight. I, I knew of this laser, but I never understood. You know what was the reason? Was it to show a laser-guided bomb? No, this is to show people that are watching 
what you're looking at, yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not only like on streams, but also when you do an online debriefing, everybody uh, connected to your session will see the same pointer. And when you shift click on an object, you can highlight a specific object, uh, uh, make it obvious to everyone. Excellent. Excellent tip. Okay. I look forward to that when I start using my advanced kind of multiplayer debrief, if that's the right word. Okay. Very good. Um, another one, uh, where, uh, you can quickly change the speed, uh, the playback speed with up, down arrows. Right. You probably know it, yep, but that's, that's that. faster than clicking uh, uh, in the playback bar. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also the dogfight camera. Not everybody is aware of it. It's um, the little button with two uh, aircraft, a red and blue aircraft, between the two list of objects. Roger, I've got the... I've got the lineup. I can't find the icon. Where's the icon? Is it at the bottom? No, it's at the top. Got it. Sorry. It's at the top. Yeah, yeah between the two, uh, um, got the it. two list of objects. You, when you activate it, uh, you see the red and blue yeah. aircraft. Done. Yeah. That will put uh, the camera between the two selected objects. Yeah. So when you have a furball or a dogfight, that's very handy to uh, to uh, to uh, keep both objects in the view of the camera. Yes. And you uh, you look uh, in between. Excellent. Yeah, very good. Um, also, uh, another one which is can be interesting depending on your use. It's uh, the the real time telemetry, the online debriefing, and the remote controls are completely independent, mm -hmm. and you can combine them the way you want. For example, you could have a server playing back. Of, um, I mean, running a mission. You connect to it via the real-time telemetry, and you can start an online debriefing at the same time on your computer and having other people watching the same uh, telemetry from your server, and and you can kind of um, oversee what's happening on the server, uh, see all people at a time, and synchronize between you. Yeah, Roger. So it's, it's, you can combine that, and also. Um, there's a remote controls too, which can be used to teach people uh, to help people. Uh, you are teaching something, for example, like um, uh, let's say um, uh, you have you have a student who is uh, trying to learn how to land the aircraft. He's flying on your server, mm -hmm. and you can you know his uh, IP address of the guy, and you have the right to connect to his uh, computer. So you use a remote control to connect to his computer, and you can uh, uh, put the gear, gear down for him, for example. Mm -hmm. You wow. can assist the guy, and you can even take the control of the flight with your joysticks and uh, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So that can be easy to, uh, that can be handy uh, to help somebody who's learning how to fly. And uh, Excellent. it's so overwhelming at the beginning. Yeah. Just, um, I think, uh, yeah, that's it there. There's, other features, uh, just I would like to add, it's like um, with um, for several years now, there's a SDK mm -hmm. which can be used by anybody to create add-ons for TagU in uh, Lua, the Lua language, mm -hmm. and uh, so everybody can use it. Uh, it's fully documented, and we are here to help. Uh, so if you have ideas, sometimes you say, "Oh, I would like to have a, create a, a tool which uh, which." Um, Calculate something about your aircraft. You can write it with a. If you know a bit how to program, you can quickly write uh, something inside TaiView to display directly in the 3D view uh, the numbers of uh, 
special uh, calculation that you does not know how to do, but you have a good idea. And for example, we have uh, uh, we are currently adding two new add-ons, uh, one which which display the best turn rate per speed okay. and altitude, and uh, one for best fuel consumptions, for example, for the local aircraft. Mm -hmm. So that can be uh, that's some demonstration on what uh, of what you can do, and that. Um, I believe that will be uh, handy add-ons when they will be uh, uh, complete. And uh, if you check, uh, if you know, uh, I don't know if you have um, which version you have of TechView. Uh, standby. I'm not seeing it anywhere. Have we got it here? We've got about TechView 1.8.2. Uh, alors, I don't know if you have it in, in the 1.2, but the current version is 1.8.4. And if you go in the little uh, the gear icon, it's uh, mm -hmm. the add-ons menu. Roger. And then uh, enable disable add-ons, and you can you should see ah. with the version fuel consumption uh, report and turn rate um, uh, report. And if you enable them, you will have new options, and you will see in the 3D view a uh, like um, a table which shows per altitude and per speed your best turn rates during the whole yeah. flight and the same for your fuel consumption. Interesting. Okay. Still work in progress. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was uh, available in your version. It's not, but that, uh, I understand it, yeah. Yeah, that's, that can be uh, handy tools to uh, uh, to uh, improve your, your, your way of flying, for example, your mm -hmm. speeds, your altitudes and everything. But that's just an example of what you can do with the add-ons. Excellent, Franz. Well, uh, excellent interview. I was. Uh, everything was really well described. And um, I, I, if you don't understand TacView by now after listening to that, then there's something wrong with you. So that was really good. Um, but that's it. Any final thoughts before we sign off, Franz? Well, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I was uh, happy to be able to, uh, to give you some answers. Mm -hmm. Because that's 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 not always easy to uh, mm -hmm. to communicate everything about the about the tech view mm -hmm. via the forums and everything. But that's uh, that's nice to be able to speak uh, directly in person. Roger, it was my pleasure, France. And it's uh, it just it's I love it when you get you know doing an interview and you find out the guy is really a nice guy as well. Because for me, I've always said it. It's it's not just technology it's the people and it's nice to find someone like france who's just a genuinely guy good guy and it just makes it easier for me to support you and stuff like that so that's great um so thank you for taking some of your rare time off france um for giving it to me it's much appreciated and maybe we'll see you at some point in the future yeah sure okay thank, thank you. you very much and see you uh, in the skies yes thank you bye bye <laughs>